Christ. My responsibility is to my muse. I'm an actor. Love. Welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even the superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. Let's start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Marsh. Go. Can I kick it? Yes. Yes, you can. And then there's Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, what's going on? Welcome what's to 600. Wind and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome, uh, welcome to the 600s. That's how we're going to word this, because this is definitely not 600. <laughs> so uh, if you didn't notice on Wednesday, uh, it was the 600th uh, episode, you would have probably assumed we would have said something about that, and you know, yet we didn't. And the reason for that is we honestly didn't know where that recording was going to go. <laughs> that, that was supposed to be later in the week, but uh, good old perfect storm of stuff. Here we are um, not being able to record the news. We're busy with life. Yes, yes. You know what? That's a hell of a segue, Mr. Mr. Huey, because I do want to take a second and just kind of reflect for a moment about the fact that we've done 600 of these, which is still crazy when you think about it. But uh, in or I think I think we've never done this before, but I think if we were going to award an MVP uh, of this last hundred issues, I got to give it to Moshko. I do. I think without Moshko, this show wouldn't have survived COVID. I'm going to put that out there. I think, you uh, you know, no, it's good. It's I think it's a great thing. Anybody who's still listening to us has you to thank for that, because, again, uh, you know, confidential crusader Maurer. Uh, and myself both got different jobs, so it became very hard to to link up our schedules. Moshko was the link, uh, the link in that chain that kept it going. Lynchpin, <laughs> sure, the Lynchpin. Lynch- there you go. And then also, uh, and then losing features. I mean, it was a it was a perfect storm of things that happened. And if it wasn't for Moshko, I don't think this show would have been going on anymore. I truly think that Moshko is the reason you're getting an issue six hundred. So I thank you, agree. Moshko. Thank you for everything you, you've been doing. Yes, I'll give you a little. You're welcome. And you can uh, put or place all donations in the cup <laughs> as we pass it around. And... I give you my donations every couple weeks. <laughs> no, yeah. Just go to Moscow Collects and buy something, and that's it. I'm not saying it at the end of the show now. <laughs> I uh, am but... in severe credit card debt because of Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Thank good. Thank God. Thank God I never got into toys and props don't come out that much. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, Moshko was showing us toys that he just got uh, on sale. Right? He's selling them, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. 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 So <laughs> we'll a bunch of, bunch of new things that are in his inventory. And I'm in my head, I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God I never <laughs> walked down the street because uh, otherwise I'd be Huey with copious amounts of debt to a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the, the Friday show where we talk about the news once. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. We never yeah. do this, but uh, I think what, we've done it three times in 600 issues. Something but like with, with Shang-Chi, I mean, this is, there was legitimately a large debate on when Shang-Chi's review was going to drop versus when the news was going to drop, plus a heels review whenever the hell that happens. Moshko. <laughs> um, well, no, we'll blame that on, on Crusader. We'll, we'll blame that on Mauer. OG fans will remember that you know, we used to do news twice a week. We, we did? I don't even remember that. <laughs> you don't remember I that? I don't wow. even remember that. We did news twice a week. Remember when we, re- when we originally started, we would do our news on Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. then our Saturday show was always some trickle-off news because we would record on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And that then, was short-lived, bro. That yeah. was, short, uh, was short-lived. It because was, we would do things like, we, the, you know, our original then, topic shows were like, who's your top five favorite Avengers? Like, <laughs> Right. We would do some news and, and then to be did fair, a topic. With the amount of those top five shows that are on YouTube, do not be surprised if those make a comeback because we haven't done one of those in years. So I would assume that uh, in the future you will start to learn Moshko's top five because we haven't learned that before. Uh, and uh, there's no prep for those shows, so they're did much we easier ever to do. Out. <laughs> did we ever do a Moshko breakdown? 
Moscow breakdown. breakdown on Moscow. <laughs> like when, when I first came on, you guys interviewed me and you know asked all the questions and stuff. Like, what, oh boy, what, well, what was what was the comic that popped your cherry and all that stuff? Oh, put, put that on the list. Yeah, we used to ask it. Put that on the list. That. Put that mm-hmm. on the list. We're doing a, we're doing a whole Moshko episode. That's cool. <laughs> there we do a Moshko issue. Or wait, um, uh, as the one that tends to plan these things, I'll put it on the calendar for myself. Thank do you. That. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Great. I appreciate that. All right. So again, it is the new show. I know this is weird, but today is the new show. We've got a lot of things to talk about, like multiple heroes dying in Dark Ages number one. We got Shang Chi crushing Labor Day box office sales. And Spider-Man's first appearance, now more valuable than Superman's. Ooh. I feel like you should just say that one more time, but just because that's a really hard one to grasp. It's also, there's a lot of S's in there. That is, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man's first appearance, now more valuable than Superman's. Okay, maybe not. Um, but yeah. still, pretty wild. I mean, I, I don't think, I didn't think that would ever happen. I don't think there would ever be a comic that would outsell Action Comics number one. Yeah, and it's happened. Uh, it's a, Amazing <laughs> Fantasies 15. Amazing <laughs> Fantasies 15. This is one of those instances where it was really good that we waited a little while to do the news because this just actually came out uh, today on Thursday, for those of you keeping score. And yeah, the uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15 just sold at auction for... I don't know if it was that auction. Uh, I just wanted to say that, but three point no, six million. It was an auction, wasn't it? Um, Chuck? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah heritage, yeah. heritage auctions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sold for three point six million dollars. Million mm. and perspective. How much did Superman sell for? Superman was three point two five million dollars. Mm-hmm. That was for Action Comics number one. And what was the last time that a high copy, a high CGC copy of Amazing Fantasies 15, how much did that sell for? Uh, it sold for $795,000. Uh, I didn't catch the year on that, but this was for a 9.4 grading. Uh, the one that just sold for the higher amount was a 9.6. But even then, the dude who owns that 9.4 just made a million dollars at least. Oh, easily. Like, at, Wow. Could you imagine waking up to the news that you just gained... You spent almost eight hundred thousand, and you potentially gained three million. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel every morning looking at Bitcoin. You never know <laughs> yeah. what happens I overnight. Don't, I don't even want to talk about crypto right now. <laughs> uh, crypto, the uh, the amount of ups and downs my heart's going through. Yeah, that's the only crypto I want to talk about. <laughs> that's the only crypto that makes it to this show. Um, yes. All right. So it was for you know nice hard copy of this wonderful book, um, and also on the same day we and here comes the segue everybody, digital <laughs> comics. So we're talking about physical. Now we're talking you don't about tell digital. Them, you don't tell them the segue. <laughs> Why not? You just make a segue. <laughs> that's like saying, and here comes the punchline. You, you don't yeah, do that. That though. you don't do that. <laughs> you know oh. that's bad. Maybe that's why my uh, my yeah my comedic style yeah. career just isn't. You know, going in the direction I wanted it to. Um, anyway, do we want to talk <laughs> I, about Marvel Unlimited? I'm just happy to know that you had a comedy career at some point. That, nah. makes, that just makes me happy. <laughs> Only in my like head. One, one joke. <laughs> <laughs> one joke. He gets up on stage, made knock, knock. All right, never mind. And then left. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. It's me leaving. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> They're just out. He doesn't answer the question. <laughs> that was his whole career. Hello. Like, oh, hello? stop it, Huey. Huey's. Huey's oh, maybe to- it's your thing Huey's that's making that sound trying to throw in sound effects <laughs> now we got springing noises uh, all right well, let's 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 move on though we we're talking about marvel unlimited so that's the digital uh digital reading experience for marvel comics mm-hmm. um, they just did a little revamp of their system but the really cool thing that's happening this year um they're planning on 100 uh, issues that are going to be coming out for the service that are strictly for the service so you won't be able to buy these in print as as of right now um, you never know. Chances are they might uh, down the road. Uh, but these, uh, what were the, some of the titles? Uh, what X Men Unlimited? Mm-hmm. Your your favorite, the giant size Little Marvels. The little Marvels are amazing. That's a, that's um, <laughs> what's his name? That's Scott, Scotty Marvel? Young. Scotty Young. Remember they use? Remember when we remember when Comic Cons were a thing, and you yeah. would see those those little kid versions of all the Marvel heroes like playing at a sand pit. Oh or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Scotty Young. 
Scotty Young is known for that kind of work. So Scotty, uh, this is a Scotty Young book. And I, I really, I follow Scotty Young on Instagram. He's just a lot of fun. Um, he just has a lot of fun with his art and he's got a very unique style and it's, you know, it's great. I love those. Yeah. As I, as I kind of look through the titles, some of the other ones are, I mean, it's interesting how they coincide with a lot of the movies right now, but you're getting uh, black widow, amazing fantasy, which will probably maybe include a little Spider-Man but also Deadpool, Shang-Chi, and uh, Venom. You drop, you just jump past one that I am... I was coming back to Captain America. No. <laughs> no. It's Jeff. It's is Jeff. That Jeff. Is that Jeff the shark? Oh, I thought that is was that... a typo. I'm like, who's Jeff? Maybe it's not, because if that's Jeff the shark, the little shark dude, isn't that Deadpool's little shark buddy's name? Jeff? Why wouldn't you put it back by Deadpool? I didn't Who wrote the article? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't move it around. I'm pretty sure Jeff is the little shark. Maybe it I'm is. very wrong. Nope, you're that, absolutely right. If we're getting a Jeff book, I'm thrilled. You know what that means? I, I need a crossover with Jeff and King Shark. That's what I need. That means the uh, the price of the toy is going to skyrocket. Oh, the Ooh. Jeff toy? No, yeah. it won't. But no, but I need <laughs> I need Jeff. The I fact that the... there's good. No, that's what were you saying? I, was, I said I need that Jeff figure. <laughs> well that's fair that's fair that might be a toy that i would even buy um all right let's keep this moving because we're you know damn near halfway through the show and <laughs> two stories in. Of, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of breaking down to do so i'm going to try and make this quick definitely go out and buy wait uh, hold Tom on Taylor. it's the 600th show we can we can let it go a few minutes we can but let's we try go not a few to minutes every we, week what are you talking yeah, about say, we, we're, we're <laughs> For a half-hour show, we're never a half-hour. So, you know, we should at least try. I mean, I know we're not going to, but we should try. Um, but, again, Tom Taylor's Dark Ages number one just came out. So this is a big spoiler alert for Dark Ages. Uh, we've been talking about this book for a bit, if you're unaware of that. That was the cover where all of the Avengers are just kind of silhouetted um, mm -hmm. in some destruction behind them. But we finally got a lot more on what this book is. And that first issue is, first off, pretty good. I mean, I'll, I'll I give it a I give it a strong A minus maybe B plus but we'll see where the where the rest of the book goes. Uh, but it was uh, definitely not what I thought it was going to be about. So here we go. Here's the quickest little breakdown I can give you. Um, all of the spider characters, all of a sudden, all of their oh, did you, are you trying to? No, go ahead. Do you I, not want to be spoiled? No, Take it's in, it's on. in a pile. I, I'm I'm bound to read it, but I already oh, read the synopsis, not, so I'm, go ahead. I'm, oh, okay. That's it's all good. It. I'm going to screw this up for you. Um, but <laughs> all of the spider-based characters, any character with spider sense goes nuts because there's an impending danger, and they're all going through immense pain. The Watcher shows up, and anytime the Watcher shows up, it's a big deal, like a real big deal. So the Watcher shows up and starts bringing up, uh, talking about a character named the Unmaker. So the Unmaker's character is pretty wild. It's a living machine that was created in like the Elder times of the universe so back before earth even existed this creature was created to absorb black holes it's kind of his whole thing was to save the universe by absorbing black holes well apparently absorbing all that darkness makes the the unmaker go nuts the uh, living tribunal shows up uh, and tries to destroy the unmaker and can't so the best that he can do is trap him in a newly forming world called earth so that means there's this sentient living machine in the core of earth that was put there by the living tribunal the big gold dude with the three faces that all have to agree the one who judges the the multi uh, multiverse um anyway he's on his way out they try to set up a team to go uh to go confront him uh and it's what invisible woman thing uh vision scarlet witch dr uh, strange dr strange i miss i feel like i'm missing somebody um, I, I, I actually might be the team. Let me let me take a look real fast. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> while he's doing that, this is where it gets crazy. So they they start traveling into the into the Earth to try and meet the Unmaker before he comes back out. Uh, and the first thing that happens, first again, spoiler alert. First thing that happens is Thing just gets incinerated, like mm -hmm. immediately. The Thing Thing does not. Ben Grimm dies almost instantaneously. Uh, and then you think, okay, this you got to be pretty tough. To, to take out the thing right off the bat. Well, you know what? The Living Tribunal couldn't kill him. I guess we should have saw that coming. It's just those four. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So first off, Thing dies. Second of all, then Scarlet Witch tries to to get involved. Uh, and Scarlet Witch then tries to like reshape uh, like reality. Like, you know, her reality warping. Mm -hmm. uh, and pisses him off. So he incinerates her. 
So <laughs> she gets incinerated, uh, and everyone kind of making the comparison, and it's probably on purpose, but they're trying to say that it's the 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 reverse of uh, WandaVision, where Vision slowly starts to like. But I'm gonna guess just based on what we saw, that wasn't qu- that wasn't slow like Vision crying. Like <laughs> I think she got incinerated pretty quick. Um, so she's out. Um, so then Doctor Strange in his infinite wisdom decides that he's going to find a, a another universe where all that exists in that universe is EMP waves, right? So think of um, Cyclops' optic beams, you know how that comes from another dimension of just pure energy? Same thing. So this universe just emits EMPs. Well, then he dies when he leaves the portal open, and then all of a sudden all of the world is just in darkness. So there's the dark ages. Oh, by the way, missed a big part here. Just the Unmaker climbing up through the earth destroys like three cities, including Atlantis. So you know Namor is going to be pissed. So Namor <laughs> versus the, the 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 land folk. I'm sure that's coming. Um, and yeah, Vision jumps inside the Unmaker's head to try and do something. N- nothing happens. We kind of don't know what happened to Vision. Although there are images of a Vision that looks like he's been possessed by the unmaker um which i'll put in the show post if you want to see what that looks like it's pretty dope uh, but then there's also some uh i guess a tease for what you could be getting from iron man in this story and iron man has to wear a steampunk version of his costume because again there's no power so the emp taking out all power on the planet he may i mean that's what we're guessing he has a steampunk kind of mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty cool looking but apparently he's aligned uh, aligned himself with apocalypse from the x-men uh, so how the two of them connect for the next issue, I don't know. But right off the bat, Scarlet Witch, Visions, Scarlet Witch is dead. Doctor Strange is dead. Two huge hitters. Thing is dead, and um, yeah, Invisible Woman survives because you know she can do that with with her force fields. Yeah, she, Apocalypse she, she, is good. Well, Invisible Woman's taking blast from from the Mad Celestials and Jonathan Hickman's run, so I don't think she's if that, she puts a force field up, she's cool. <laughs> I say Apocalypse's team that he has is, according to the last page here, is steampunk Iron Man, a Venom Carnage looking symbiote, uh, Mister Fantastic, She Hulk, Beast, and I want to say Lady Deathstrike, but I can't be certain. So, so yeah, in general, worth your time. Very good book. Um, very. It was a weird intro. Because I'm in my head, Baby Huey's telling me it's not continuity, uh, and how how it could, how could it be? I guess. Well, also the very first page is all them in Avengers Tower playing with Peter's daughter. So he oh have yeah. A, G- yeah, good point. <laughs> good, very good point. That's that's just me longing for a, for yeah. a history for a history that never happened. Um. <laughs> anyway, Anna, was her name? What was her name? Anime Bell? Uh, anime Anime Parker? <sighs> There's been and a few different. Head. There's been a few different daughters now in the continuity, but all right. Well, let's keep this moving. Let's talk about the Inferno trailer that that Marvel dropped, which is kind of cool. We talked about this a little bit ago when we t- said that Jonathan Hickman was going to be leaving the uh, the X Men world that he kind of created with Powers of Ten and House of X, uh, and we talked about in that. Um, in that announcement that he was leaving, he said that he had three arcs planned, that he wanted to tell one story, then there was the, he put a little plot threads out for other writers to pick up, then he wanted to stop, do, and then he wanted to do this story. So this is the second, this is the actual continuation of the Powers of Ten House of X storyline. So, like, for example, uh, Nimrod um, and um, Mother Mold. Remember Mother Mold and Nimrod from the first issue of Powers of Ten Aspects? Uh, anyway, they are ver- okay. So Nimrod, what's the best way to explain Nimrod for anybody who doesn't know Nimrod? <laughs> Nimrod is like the uh, Days of Future Past version of the Sentinels. Do you remember the Days of Future Past in the movie? There was mm-hmm. those crazy Sentinels that were able to just to adapt to whatever they wanted to. That's kind of Nimrod. Nimrod's got a little bit more personality than they do, but Nimrod, well, not much, but Nimrod is a is the, the end-all, be-all Sentinel, essentially. Go watch the first couple episodes of X-Men that Bishop guest starred in. Uh, the, or just, car- the original cartoon. Just read Powers of Ten and or that. House of X, yeah. especially since this is the follow-up. But this is going to be closing off a lot of the plot lines from that original book. But as we know, Hickman's plan never came to fruition. 
So God only knows if the third act will ever see it. I doubt we will. Um, but yeah, so this is this is the continuation of that where we talked about uh, Mystique pretty much ready to 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 burn Krakoa down because she doesn't trust the Quiet Council. She doesn't trust the people who live in Krakoa, and she wants to get back with Destiny, which was I believe not a was like a former was it a former lover of hers or friend. I don't know. I'm not a big Mystique fan here, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not following this. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it was a it was a lover. So, but anyway, that's around the corner. That's something to be excited for, uh, especially if Jonathan it's, if, it's, if it's Jonathan Hickman's last hurrah in the X Men, and I would argue that he has done more for the X Men in this last in his run than the last ten years have done for the X Men. Oh yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, let's talk about Captain Marvel for like two seconds. <laughs> she's superman now kind of <laughs> she got laser beam eyes yeah so it's for captain marvel 32 spoiler yeah. alert there and as we know that the evil captain marvel is attacking captain marvel and that was the one who has the much cooler costume remember she was holding thor's head yep. in that run the black black costume looks awesome very cool costume um, i don't know who it is yet yeah we did, don't know who, did who superman it is. have a black costume also ha <laughs> he did <laughs> but he also wasn't evil at that point. Yeah. But black, anyway. black is cool. <laughs> Anywho, she shot she shot her photon blast out of her eyes, called him photon vision, and she said she hated it because she couldn't control it and she couldn't see. So that's that. All that means is that she's probably going to do that in the movie. <laughs> that's what it means. In Captain Marvel 2 or Marvels, I have a feeling that she'll get the, uh, she'll get the, the, uh, the Eternals. They're probably setting it up here to see how well it gets received. Or you just have, what's his, yeah, exactly. Getting people used to the idea that she can do it. Um, what's his name? Icarus. Icarus probably shows her how to do it after Eternals. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's how you connect it. Um, all right. Keep it going, Huey. What's going on with Avengers number 50? Uh, so issue number 50 for Avengers, which is also the 700th and 50th issue of Avengers. Uh, with the, with the, the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. With the legacy numbering. Uh, we're getting a new Masters of Evil, but it's the multiverse Masters of Evil. No way! It's almost like the MCU is doing that. Yay! <laughs> it's almost like we're setting that up now. So, Masters of Evil, what dates back to the original Captain America run back in the back in World War Two? Well, that was that's what it was based, but wasn't it like is in the eighties? Was it the eighties? Uh, yeah, uh, Helmet Zemo created. The Masters of Evil, and he's always brought them back throughout the eight, uh, years. So. Throwaway villains, all of them except for what Black Knight. Yeah, so Black Knight was originally part of the Masters of Evil before he became good. Um, Again, throwaway villains. <laughs> but uh, this this multiversal team is going to include uh, different uh, different villains from the multiverse, which includes Doctor Doom, uh, Red Skull, and Wolverine. Wolverine's an exciting one. So it'd be cool to see a bad Wolverine. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm stoked for that. Like, okay, Red Skull, I've seen you. <laughs> Doom, Doom, I've seen a lot of variations of Doom. Uh, so this this issue is going to tie up the current storyline, which is World War She Hulk, which nobody cares about. <laughs> that's the red. That's when she's blonde with red skin. The the Winter Hulk, stupid. That's that one, right? Pretty sure that's dumb. <laughs> she's all jacked like yeah really, she's, really jacked. she's she got new powers she was um she was hitting crossfit hard <laughs> <laughs> but she has yeah she looks yeah. stupid she looks very stupid um and that's gonna tie up this story and then start up this new one which uh from what i'm reading here it looks like that uh ghost rider will be the one going into the multiverse so that kind of what which ghost rider though did not say it's robbie reyes it's got to be Robbie because he's the one Robbie that's Reyes. on the team. His car will be able to travel through the multiverse or some some madness like that. That's dumb. Um, but the, apparently we're also the 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 <laughs> one million BC Avengers. The priests are yeah. actually going to find out what their their quote unquote true purpose is. So that's cool because that's been a weird book. Because like didn't that like retcon that Thor is was born of the the Phoenix Force? Like, Odin banged the Phoenix Force, and that's how we got Thor. <laughs> Pretty sure that happened. I don't think I'm making that up. No, you're you're right. They were lovers. It's yeah, weird. That's so weird. Um, all right. So there's comics. Let's get into some TV news. And before we even get into TV, we got to talk about what if because man, whoo, man, I was not expecting zombies so soon. 
I thought we were getting Party Thor because of that. Yeah, leak. a couple couple days leading up to this, it switched. I guess I always I'll thought we were it. getting Party Thor. And I both love. I, I mean, I, I should say, okay, Round Robin. I loved most of it. There was like small nitpicky decisions that bothered me, but as far as taking the Marvel zombies and making them in the MCU, I think they did a pretty good job. I wish they would have explained the fact that the zombies are smart when they eat. They should have just thrown one line that say, if you feed the zombies, they, that's how they're able to use their powers. That's how they're able to do, like, that's how Iron Man and Doctor Strange are able to, like, still control the suit and why Iron, Doctor Strange can open up portals and stuff. And that's a huge reason to why Black Panther's leg is missing. Um, spoiler alert for anybody who didn't watch the episode. <laughs> um, oh, but that, right, right, right. They were, they were pulling a Terminus and... Well, in the, well they weren't, but... In the original yeah. Marvel Zombies, Black Panther is being slowly eaten by a zombified Hank Pym. So Hank Pym is realizes that as long as he eats, he keeps his faculties. So he mm-hmm. he he literally just keeps cutting parts of Black. He get, Black Panther loses his arm and his leg. He mm-hmm. slowly just eats Black Panther so he can learn. For, he's trying to find out a cure. He's trying to come up with a cure, and he he can't if he's hungry. Like the best is Banner. When Banner goes nuts, that's my favorite because he when he eats, he turns back into Bruce. But when he gets hungry, he turns back into the Hulk. So he'll eat like an entire person and then switch back to Banner. And then the femur came busting out of his 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 stomach, and he's like, "Oh man!" <laughs> with um with Pym and Black Panther, with him eating, would he shrink down to the really really small size to the kind of prolong? How long he could eat? That's a great question. Ooh, they probably should have done that, but no, I don't think that happened. Hmm. No, what happened? So, to, spoiler alert: there, you know how that 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 book ends. That book, there's so many Marvel Zombies is very weird. It's like a weird infinite time loop, and it's it's a bizarre book. But hmm. the original story ends with Silver Surfer showing up uh, and getting attacked by the Marvel Zombies before he can tell Galactus not to show up. So Galactus shows up to devour the world and the Marvel zombies eat him. And if the Marvel zombies eat you and you have powers, they gain a portion of those powers. So then all of a sudden, all of these other planets start getting Galactus zombie Marvel superheroes showing up on their world, <laughs> devouring the entire planet, creating more zombies. It's a, it's a good, good, good book, but the like zombie Thanos sounded cool in theory, but makes no sense when you actually think about it. Yeah, Minty and I, were our heads were hurting trying to figure out how, how that happened. The only thing that makes sense is that while Call Obsidian and Corvus, or not Corvus, Call Obsidian and um, uh, Ebony Maw, when they get turned, Thanos pulls them up because that would give him Strange's Stone um, as well as give him an opportunity to get bit and become a zombie. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that makes sense because mm-hmm. why in the world, if Hank Pym was the one who started this and they... Uh, well, no, they wouldn't even been together. Because like, I, I always assume that since this is Infinity War that they're tying it into Titan. But no, it wouldn't have even been in Titan. So I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the only thing that makes sense is that <laughs> he pulled them back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a lot of people were a little upset about the ending. Oh, I wasn't upset. I just want to see more. Right, like, right. How does, like, there was, this needed more answers. Like, that was what made the Doctor Strange episode, and probably still the best episode, is mm-hmm. that it answered everything that, that was thrown your way. Like, you you weren't left in the dark, where a lot of this was left, to, you were left to just kind of figure yeah. out uh, I mean, it's happening. it's very possible that we can get a part two to this particular story. I'm, I'm sensing a theme here with all these what-ifs, is they are rushed. Well, I also think that, that zombie Thanos is the big bad guy at the end. And the multiversal Avengers are going to take on zombie Thanos. I still think it's going to be the Vision Ultron. Mm. That could, uh, who knows? Yeah. Or who knows? or zombie Thanos kills Vision Ultron to get the last stone. Ooh, mm. but it's a different universe. The stones won't work. Mm, good point. Good point. Good point. The only issue I had with the whole episode is Cap got taken out crappily. That was a pretty good way to take somebody out, though. I mean, that was a good way. He was like, ah. <laughs> I mean, like a mosquito on. took him out. Well, right. I mean, it would work. It would work. It just sucks. I mean, he's like, like Avengers Assemble, ow. Like, <laughs> that was a brutal issue or episode. That was a brutal episode. It was. That was way dark. Like, people getting split in two. That like, was for cool. Di- that for was Disney cool. Plus, and the amount of beheading and, and I mean, it was, it was zombie goo, so they got away with it because there was no blood. But I- 
Did you feel a little robbed with Hulk versus Zombie Scarlet Witch and not getting to see the the actual fight? Yes. Like them cutting away when they just like two punches are thrown and then that was mm-hmm. that? Agree. Yeah. I, if they can't, because remember when Hulk changed his arm and the zombie couldn't bite him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hulk could theoretically survive that if somehow he beats Scarlet, or Zombie Scarlet Witch. Oh, if somehow easily. he gets away, he survives. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because hmm. uh, if they can't bite yeah. him, then what? What? <laughs> what? Um, all right. He turns into Ma- Mastro. So where would you put this on your list? I, w- I, w- I would say Doctor Strange is still number one. This is number two. And the Death of the Avengers is number three. I have to watch this again. I agree. Yeah. This is my number two right now. And Moshko, pull it For me, it's, uh, it's probably three <laughs> at this point. I have to watch it again. Just I feel like I missed a couple things. And If I wasn't I a big zombie fan, if I, if I didn't like zombies the way I do, it would be mm-hmm. three. It's my love of zombies pushes that up higher. It's more of just the, oh, we're seeing MCU yeah. zombies. <laughs> and little, little side note, the voice actor that played Spider-Man was just terrible. Voice, it was the same voice actor that played the spectacular Spider-Man. And in the, in the community, that's a, that's a fan favorite show that ended because of the Disney, Sony uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's word it this way. He wasn't terrible because he was actually pretty good because he was a voice actor. It just because this is the first like remember how you said Tom Holland's voice takes you out of it? Yeah. Not having Tom Holland's voice took me out of it. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like I I, I need because he the rest of the actors were all pretty bad for being Hollywood actors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put a bit of put them in a sound. You would think it with the amount of ADR they do. Um, for anybody unaware, when they film a movie, most of the lines and the background sounds are added in post. Mm-hmm. So they have to go into a studio and re-record their lines and match them up with their voice or with their mouth. Yeah. Um, you would think that ADR would make them good at voice acting, but they're not that good. <laughs> Especially Sebastian Stan. I love Sebastian Stan, but man, whew, that's he does not like. Don't do video games, bro. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get better. <laughs> I said to Menti earlier. I thought the funny part was that. Michonne came back to voice her character. Yeah. And the first episode she does is a zombie episode. <laughs> That's good. That is fitting. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And a little Michonne-ness. I, I like it. All right. Mashko, on. talk to me about Moon Knight. More TV coming at you. I was going to keep going with that, but I won't. That was, uh, that was, that was Mashko needing to take a look at what the news was real quick. Yeah, no, no. I know we're talking. We're talking Moon Knight. And... <laughs> That's, his, That's his comedy career right there. <laughs> No. <laughs> the the deadpan delivery only works so much. Um anyway, uh, Stephen exactly. Wright made an entire career out of that. That's yeah, true. And he's one There's of the best few. comedians of all time in my opinion. Yeah. People will disagree with me vehemently, but I the guy on the couch from Half Baked is <laughs> an incredible comedian if you've never actually seen him. Here's what we hope will be incredible. So we got, uh, we received. Moscow did a segue. A few... You guys check it out. Moscow made a segue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So the Moon Knight director uh, and also the executive producer of the show, who is Mohammed Diab. I'm hopefully saying that the right way. Um, but he's saying that the show is going to be funny and entertaining, but also very heavy. Hmm. So what does that mean? <laughs> that means they took they took the standard storyline of Moon Knight, which is heavy to begin with, and then just mm-hmm. threw the MCU humor into it. I bet you the first script they were Marvel execs were like, I didn't laugh once. <laughs> yeah, I think um, if if you guys are familiar with this uh, with this director's work, um, I've only seen uh, trailers and stuff. I haven't actually watched uh, one or two films that I think he has out. Um, it's usually really, really serious uh, stuff. So when he's saying that, you know, he, he, this isn't something that he's normally doing, it's probably because there will be some humor involved in it. And well, it he, he said, he said, definitely when you see this, you will not recognize that it's me directing it. <laughs> he flat out <laughs> like, you're not. But I'm very proud of it. Uh, I always love a new challenge. Uh, yeah. And apparently they wrote a 200-page pitch for to, to, to get Marvel to agree to this uh, to a point where they were like, well, if they say no to this <laughs> yeah and that uh the that's his wife um who's there. oh really i, I forget her uh, her first name but um she's also a executive producer on this uh, last name of go goer goer or something like that i don't know when you uh, uh when we were yeah, doing the sh- <laughs> when we were doing the show uh, a couple of days ago for shang chi you talked about um, shang chi shang chi 
Shang, oh, the guy, the guy who corrects us every time gave me a Shang. <laughs> who, me? Yeah, you. That's you said Shang Shi. <laughs> anyway, that movie we just saw. Um, <laughs> but we were, you were talking about uh, uh, the pitch for something. I forget what it was. Uh, maybe the bus scene. Oh, they used the bus scene as the pitch for the movie. Um, and that brought to mind this because uh, we were supposed to do this before. <laughs> um but yeah Yeah. that's it so i don't know you know they're still trying to bait us a little bit with with some of the stuff that's coming out for this show and trying to keep us interested and trying for us not to hate the idea of what it could be and hopefully it'll be good well that they are they're truly banking i mean i should say that i i don't think how do i word this (laughs) i think they're nervous that they're gonna lose the actual fan base of this show like the people that it's designed for is not actually designed for them. So I have a feeling Moon Knight fans, the Marvel, the the Mowers of the world are going to be very well. We'll see. We'll see. Sorry, Mauer. That's speculation. But and you know, after seeing some of the news, and we'll talk about it in a little bit about Blade. Uh, a little worried. A little Shang, worried. Or Shang Chi, or Marvels. I mean, a lot of new MCU stuff is. Yeah. Com- comic canon is not as valuable as it once was, but we'll uh we'll talk about that more in detail in a second. Uh. Comic canon is now MCU canon. Right. It, that's a good way to look at it because mm-hmm. it is the end. Yeah, it's it's precursor MCU stuff. Not even really. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> HBO Max for a second. Uh, in, a, in a move that I did not expect, and I'm going to be upfront, and I'm going to guess everybody on this show is the same way. Did any of us read Sandman? No. I'm doing the audio book now with, with Audible, but Sandman was never my thing. Familiar um, with uh, the character and the world, but no, nah, mm-hmm. haven't Same. read any of it. But if you've been watching back when it was the DC streaming service, uh, the Titan show gave us our first episode of Doom Patrol. So Doom Patrol actually showed up in one of the early episodes of Titans, which is where... But it's not canon to... Thanks to Crisis, thanks to crisis it's not canon in oh right because they come from new different universes now. yep wow well weird but anyway that's that's where they showed up that's where because gar technically is from so how's that not canon if gar would remember them gar lived there for on different, a long different time. universes also remember the the doc the professor x character whatever his name is different actors played him in both episodes yeah but still gar gar came from somewhere and you know beast boy was living there anyway anyway doesn't matter uh, and we are about to get an episode uh, that introduce us to the Dead Boy Detectives. And the Dead Boy Detectives are characters that come from Sandman. Uh, I think I think specifically Sandman number 25. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a backdoor pilot, essentially, but they've also ordered an actual pilot. So these two characters who died, is actually one character, died and was sent to hell, and then hell gets emptied at some point in Sandman, because again, I haven't read Sandman, uh, and when he gets back to Earth, he befriends somebody who that also dies, and they decide not to go to the afterlife, and then they become detectives. So it's quite literally the dead boy detectives. I want to be um, a detective. But Sorry. I'll tell you what, if it's got the same kind of, uh, you giving me a Stephen little, Amel- you give me a little uh, Stephen Amell Amel Amel and, and Ninja Turtles. Turtles. <laughs> That's Officer Jones, and I'm going to be a detective. Hmm. God. That's one of the worst <laughs> delivered lines. I love that man, but that, well, that line, it's not his fault. Somebody wrote that. I know. Somebody wrote, it's the somebody wrote that line, but oof, man. Well, how could you make that line better? Um, anyway, so that's coming from Doom Patrol. I'm pretty excited. Doom Patrol is right around the uh, corner. So if this if this season does well... I'm going to guess this pilot's going to get greenlit and we're going to get a dead boy detective show. So I guess it really all just like the fact of the movie world, the movie comic realm rested on the shoulders of Shang-Chi. Mm. Now it looks like some HBO Max properties rest on the shoulders of Doom Patrol. And that was my segue into movies. So let's go ahead and talk about Shang-Chi. <laughs> so Mark, tell, me, <laughs> t- talk to me about box office numbers. Sure. It made some money. Made a lot. Well, in this Time of, uh, yeah, post pandy or mid pandy, it's it's the COVID the cash, best. COVID cash, yeah, that mad, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it uh <laughs> made ninety million dollars in its first four days, um. So that's the uh, the new number. Well, for one thing, take take the entire uh, pandemic out of this. This was actually the best holiday weekend ever for Labor Day uh, of any movie. 
so no other movie in you know cinematic history did this well on this actual uh, holiday so that was great um i think in in a matter of two days it did as much as black widow did in the theaters but of course we we don't know the full back end on uh what they earned and uh globally we're looking at 146.2 million um and that again is in the first you know whatever four days so you know i'm sure people have been seeing it throughout this week and you know we'll see what it you know the total is the second week yeah, that's yeah, that's this, been the big thing. Big one. Yes. Everybody's been seeing a huge fall off of anything that's actually in the um I might go see it again this weekend. Well, if it's it depends on the streaming service because most of those other movies uh that that act like the temple movies that people cared about were also available on streaming services. True. A lot of the smaller movies, they weren't I mean, they weren't going to like for example, our our next bit of news here with Venom changing its release date, they weren't going to do that with Mr. Nobody. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. any of the movies that were released in theaters that weren't like these crazy franchise movies don't really count <laughs> comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like these big blockbuster numbers are really what we're looking for here. So uh, Shang-Chi definitely sh- shifted up Sony a little bit. Yeah, Sony absolutely. was like, you know, we're going to we're going to give you the movie early now, <laughs> yeah, well, regardless of what the second weeks. Like I would have figured they would have waited a week. Just to see how the second week drop off did, because apparently mm-hmm. Shang Chi is going to be on Disney Plus in like a month. Uh, forty, what, forty-five days, if I'm not mistaken. And now, mm-hmm. is, do, you, do you know if it's going uh, early access, thirty dollars? I believe so. Gotcha. Uh, let me double check on that. And then uh, maybe forty-five days after that, it'll hit uh, like iTunes and everything. Um, I think. But, but yeah, we're getting um, we're getting Venom, Carnage movie, uh, Venom two, uh, October first. Yep, got bumped up uh, 14 days. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure uh, good old Felix Hergood is furious because that man takes off for like every movie six months in <laughs> advance. Right. And anytime they change the release day, he gets furious. So he's been putting his requests in now every couple of weeks when they've been changing it. And, and with the hiring crisis, he's not moving those. <laughs> he's not, he's stuck in there. So we should all text him when we see the movie and say how good it was because we all essentially work from home now. <laughs> you would think with us all working from home, the show wouldn't be harder to do, but somehow it is. <laughs> um, anyway, let's talk about Blade and further MCU non-comic debacles here. So, Mashka, what, what, when you brought that up, what did you mean? I meant, uh, so as we were referring to Moon Knight, we were referring to, you know, uh, fans and whatnot being a little little worried about what's going on. So it's now come to, uh, to, to light here. The director of Blade, the new, the new version, um, Bassam Tariq, and I know I said that right. Um, Gail Godot. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say there's a, where's the quote? Um, What's so great is it's not as boxed in as I think people imagine it to be. That right there tells me this person might be doing whatever the heck he wants with this property, um, which also then tells me that the previous Blade, which quite honestly Marvel needs to you know put on a pedestal and say thank you many many times. Agreed. Uh, you know it, it, that that might not even have any say or or any part of. Uh, you know, canon and and whatnot. So that worries me a little bit because then maybe they're changing some other things around the actual you know character, what they can do, how they're used in it, the history, all that good stuff. Um, so I'm a little worried now. But here's the thing: Shang Chi showed that you can alter their their comic origins and canon in a really spectacular way. Like you can make characters better than they were depending on how you tackle this. So I would, a lot of times we like to, we like to get upset really early on and not Mm -hmm. give credit where credit is due for 20, what four movies now, 25 movies, 24, 24 movies. It's up there. I think it's 24 (laughs) movies. How many of them were really bad? I mean, I know this is subjective. So there are people out there who will say they're all bad, but even iron, yeah, even the like even the Dark World, I think we would all agree is the worst, right? Thor two is the mm-hmm. is at the bottom of everybody's yeah, list. Pr- yeah, probably. Still a lot of fun to watch. 
Not a good movie if you think about it, but it's still a lot of fun to watch. So my point is, is even the worst movie is something that I wouldn't have an issue going back and rewatching. So credit where credit is due. These are smart people behind these movies. Mm -hmm. So if they are going to make changes, they're probably going to work. I'm just nervous. What makes me the most nervous is, is Kamala Khan. Once we start changing power sets... Right. Once we start, once characters just become name only, that's where I'm starting. That could to get happen worried. with Blade. Could it though? I mean, the, I would imagine there would be like the origin will be somewhat the same or similar. Like we know that they might just Shang Chi it. Like, what if they're able to? What if they're able to get more vampire lore built into it? Because remember, he, he started. <laughs> he started in Dracula, right? right. But the Blade movies were so centered around Blade, and Blade carried the vampire thing forward. Mm-hmm. We might start seeing vampires earlier than that. We've already heard them mentioned in, uh, what's it Ragnarok. called? Ragnarok. Uh, well, that wasn't the one I was talking about, but yes, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I was talking about Loki, <laughs> but yes, you're right. <laughs> um, but my point is, is that we might start seeing vampires, and especially after the Darkhold gets opened and how that mm-hmm. all connects to things. We might see it in, in Moon Knight, for example. So vampire Blade might be a byproduct of vampires instead of Blade introducing us to vampires, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. more how it was in the comics. Now, I'm not going to act like I'm this big Blade fan and I can just spout off the origin of, of Dompierre. Uh, although, I think we've done that. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. I think so go right. back and listen to that because I may have actually <laughs> done that. But again, that was me having to do but research we don't know. We don't know what he's going to be named. We don't know which, because there's been, what, two or three different Blades? Shouldn't, was, shouldn't he have a, uh, an English accent? Was it English? It was English. Shouldn't he have an English accent? I believe he's British. Or he's French. Well, then maybe Idriselba should should have been Blade. Right. He should have (laughs) an accent. But you only think uh, Wesley Snipes. And they've remade Blade to look like Wesley Snipes. And apparently it's going to pay homage to Wesley Snipes. So Wesley Snipes' character is... Let's not forget Sticky Fingers from Onyx, who played Blade in the TV show. Let's not forget him. Yeah, we can forget him. I want to forget that show. Mm. We can forget him. Hey, uh, real, real fast, getting back to the um, uh, Shang-Chi Disney Plus thing. Yep. So they are saying it's going to be give or take 45 days. Uh, CEO Bob uh, Chappelle did say that it's going to be a little, little weird because it's going to be 45 days. So give mm-hmm. or, but nothing set in stone. So give or take around October 18th and it will not be Disney uh, Premier Access. Oh, oh wow. Okay. So wow. when it does pop up, you can just watch it. Cool. All right. Um, nice. Last little here. Last little bit of throwaway news. I mean, maybe it's throwaway news. There's, it might be a little bit more to this, but Jason Momoa revealing the new look of Aquaman. Cool. He's bl- he's blue. <laughs> he's blue. Uh, and before the '90s run of Aquaman, which again, I don't think anybody on this show has ever been an Aquaman fan. Maybe Mauer, but Mauer just likes to be because you know people didn't like Aquaman, so Mauer's like, "Well, I liked Aquaman." <laughs> Um, but the nineties run is a, is a big deal to Aquaman. And that's when things got a little bit more mystical. Uh, and after crisis on infinite earths, that's when the, the, the change in his costume showed up, but it was a lot more of a blue, light blue, purpley costume, which is kind of like what we're seeing here. So that, but that might lead us into a story arc where very similar to the first one, which is paid by numbers of got to go find this thing to then go find that thing to then go fight the bad guy. More than likely, this is based on a story. I forget what the name of the, the place that they have to go to, but there's this mystical place that has these artifacts that he needs to go get to go fight Ocean Master. We saw the picture of Ocean Master with the long beard now. So we know he's fighting Ocean Master again or something along those lines. So this might give us Aqualad and this might give us more of the the Which mystical Aqualad, side. Um, they'll probably just give us the new yeah, one. They'll pro- yeah, they'll give. They won't. They won't give us. Um, who's the dude in Titans season two? <laughs> he, we're not getting him. We're getting. Um, we're getting Aqualad from Young Justice. Don't ask me. I don't know. Young Justice Aqualad is great. I will not knock him. He was awesome. <laughs> I'm just over here cracking up to myself because every time you say mystical, I go watch yourself. <laughs> See, you could have had a career in comedy. Here, here, I, I hold back sometimes because Don't. sometimes I just. Well, here's the thing: if no one responds, then I have to even wait better. Because the, then I'm going to mock you, and it's going to be funny. <laughs> 
I, I've thrown out so Look many things. Baby, over, <laughs> so over the last, what, 100 issues, I throw stuff out there that if Mauer's not on, you, you never pick up on it because he's not cracking up. I don't know if that's funnier that no one on the show actually gets it. <laughs> Well, that's or where not. we would normally throw in an Earth 2. So maybe maybe the Earth 2, maybe Features Earth 2 gets moved over to you if you decide to speak up more. <laughs> wow. Watch yourself. <laughs> there it is. All right, um, I'll, all I'll, right. try, I'll try not to, uh, to, to fracture everything and, you know, we'll keep it. It's fine with me. Go nuts. Yeah. Ad lib, my friend. Ad lib. Fracture, um, butthole. Butthole. Um, Balloon so that's a That's a joke from, I forget what that joke was from. We we tried to fit that into the last show. Was it the yes, last show we went? It was we, two days. Two we days kept ago. it fractured. You should have heard how many times Moshko said "butthole" before recording. It was <laughs> it was a little vulgar. It was to a point where we were like uncomfortable. Like we. <laughs> mm, <all right. laughs> they tried anyway. showing. He tried to show us. Oh, stop! 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 Hey. Now we're getting visuals. I don't want. Stop. Um, here's the last little bit of news, uh, which I think is actually really cool news. We've actually glossed over this for like two weeks in a row, but it's still worth bringing up. We know that, um, what's it? Fortnite has been getting like every Marvel and DC character to show up at some point. Well, uh, call of duty Warzone and black ops judge dread is coming to that game. That's so you cool. get to play as judge dread. And if you get the, what, what's the name of the judge dreads gun where you can just say like, uh, lawmaker? lawmaker. Yeah. If you if that's a gun you get to use, dude. Oh. I mean, <laughs> if especially if it's Black Ops, because Black Ops is the one that has the zombies. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you're going to tell me that I get to be Judge Dread in Black Ops Zombies, oh, I will buy that game. I don't even <laughs> like those games. I will buy that game in a heartbeat. I suck at those games, but I would buy it. I hung up my Call of Duty uh, pants about ten years ago. It's dude, been a Call while. of Duty's Call of Duty is the first person shooter equivalent of a, of of Madden. Madden. <laughs> yeah, it's right. the same game <laughs> yeah. every month, every every year. They release the same game with a little bit better graphics and maybe mm-hmm. one added thing, uh-huh. and, and everyone freaks out. It's like, wow, you just—I mean, you guys have been scammed out of. <laughs> Hence, why I buy sports games every other year. Yeah. Oh, I'll wait. They're, they're like nineteen dollars the next year. <laughs> That's a good point. Anyway, yeah, but regardless. the rosters aren't updated. Who cares? <laughs> Well, you know who cares sports make, fans care you, be, yeah, but care. Can't you can't you make trades in the game now so you could literally go through and fix the 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 lineup i just unplugged my headphones and that means now that i can't hear anybody i'm just gonna end the show because i can't <laughs> hear you so uh i literally unplug i'm holding my head for if this makes it to video you can see it uh, i don't know if they're yelling or not but you can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. You can also go to YouTube, which is also Welcome to Fireside. Uh, Moshko Collects, I said that at the beginning. I'm not saying it again. Go buy stuff. Uh, and Baby Huey's over there looking svelte. Uh, Moshko's looking sexy. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. Um, They're going to talk. I don't know if I, I can't hear them. <laughs> and I'm Huey. All right, so deuces. deuces. I'm just going to say it now. I don't. Deuces. We're out. Deuces? Are we saying? Are we all saying deuces? Is the show yes, over? Roll, roll, I'm waving deuces. goodbye, Nancy. I'm waving goodbye. Are they just Can... mouth. I don't even know if you're mouthing. I have no idea what's happening right now. Uh, I don't know when the recordings. Oh, stop, we're gonna do so this I'm again. Just we're gonna keep talking. We're, 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 we're gonna go. Three. If the recordings over. Two. Uh, if not, are you, one. Are you counting me down to stop recording.